welcome back to Live Your Personal Best. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, and today we are joined by Leslie, who's a Pilates instructor and expert. I love today's conversation because if you're anything like me, you have no idea how to control some parts of your body, how to engage those small little muscles, how to even tell if you're accurately engaging whatever you're supposed to be working on. And so that is what Pilates can really help you with. And so that's what Leslie deep dives into is the history behind Pilates, the different types, and how you can actually use it to help with your weaknesses. So I can't wait for you to listen to this episode. I hope you enjoy. What's up and welcome to the Live Your Personal Best podcast. This is the place where I help current and former athletes like you to show up confidently in the gym and in life. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, a former Division I athlete and author of Elite to Everyday Athlete. I'm going to show you how to stay motivated in reaching your goals and how to have more fun doing it. So let's sweat it out and start living your personal best. One quick note is the sound on this sometimes has some clicking on it. So if you're listening and you're like, what is this sound in my headphones? It unfortunately is this recording. It doesn't happen often, so I apologize in advance, but it's definitely worse at the beginning and then like minute and a half in, two minutes in, it does clear up. So just stick with it. You're not going to want to miss this episode and I'll be right back to great quality like usual next time. Hey guys, today we're joined by Leslie. She's a certified Pilates teacher and the founder of OnlinePilatesClasses.com. It's the first online catalog of Pilates exercise tutorials and also where you can find weekly classes and workshops. I'm so excited for you to join us today. Ah, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I was wondering if you could start us off with why Pilates? How was that your exercise of choice? Like what lights you up about it? I love this question because I I'm sure there's people like oh, Pilates, like, but, um, or like, oh, I love Pilates. But it's kind of like, you're either in one category or the other, like you've either tried it and you love it, or you've not tried it yet. And you're like, what is that? So I was definitely in the camp of like, what is that? And totally doubting it when, um, in 2005 and I was still living in the town that I went to college in, which is not, I mean, that makes it sound like a small, it wasn't, it was a big town near the beach, but I had lost a lot of friends. They moved away. And so I was working a lot. And this girl who worked with me was like, let's go to a Pilates class. And I was like, mm. <laughs> does that stuff even work? I was like, that's so infomercial. It doesn't do what it says. But I went with her because I wanted a friend and I literally fell in love with it because I felt muscles in my body that I really never felt before, even as someone who went to the gym. And, you know, at the time I was like, well, let's get rid of this freshman, you know, 25 that's still hanging around. <laughs> so, so I changed my entire work schedule to go because I just felt things that I could not find when I went to the gym. And then in 2008, I became a teacher. So that's kind of how it all started. Yeah, that's so interesting that you say too, that you like use muscles you never knew before, because weren't you also a former athlete? Totally, totally was. And but I think like, you know, when you're an athlete, and especially when I was an athlete in high school, it's not like anyone's like actually doing cross training with you. I was a runner. So they're like, just keep running. <laughs> and if you're lucky, they stretched you and you did some core work. But like, wasn't like I was doing a lot of cross training or actually studying of like, all the different smaller muscles. And that's the thing about Pilates that's really unique. When I say I felt muscle I never felt before, it's because you're not talking just like your strong hip flexors and glutes and your strings and like their rectus abdominis. We're talking like your multifidus, which is like the abs that are so, so deep, like this a core muscle, like around your spine. We're talking your transverse abdominis, which most people don't know how to use. It's all these little muscles that I just never worked out before because 
you typically don't since they're not the big go-to muscles. Yeah. So would you say then that Pilates is for beginners or is it someone that maybe has exercised before because you need to kind of know body awareness? Oh, no. I think I didn't learn body awareness having exercised before. (laughs) So I would say it is for everybody. If you have a body, you can do Pilates. And I think a lot of people have missed givings that like uh Pilates body has got to be this long dancer like body it's it's not the truth I I see bodies of all shapes and sizes do this work really well and so if you're a beginner to working out I would definitely start with Pilates because you're gonna get so much body awareness when I worked at the gym all the trainers would send their clients to me because they're like can you help them with their form and that told me that it's a great place to start but it's not don't let that miss like guide you that it's only for beginners either, because there are some crazy advanced moves that you can move into someday. That would be for someone who's really got a body awareness and and, um, strength throughout their whole body. So yeah, I think again, if you're new to working out or you're just trying to fill out what you should do, hit up Pilates. There's the beginner exercises that are really great at getting you going. And You don't need to do a full hour, which I think is super important for beginners to hear because I think people think, oh, if I don't have a full hour to dedicate to the gym and that's not worth it, but that's not the case. You can do it in 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah, no, that's definitely awesome too, because a lot of times, you know, you approach it and you're like, oh, you know, something with Pilates, I have to do it for a long time or like yoga, I have to do it for a long time in order for it to be a workout. Correct. First of all, I thought the same thing, (laughs) but what I found was I wasn't making time from, I wasn't finding enough time to do my workouts with that belief. And so I had to change my mind around that. And it's why I've started really encouraging people 30 minutes of Pilates is enough. Like if you're doing a full 30 minute workout of Pilates, you've hit all the muscles in your body. You've done your front, you've done your back, you can go on through your day and 30 minutes is only 2% of your day. Yes. And then I love too that it sounds like it's a full body workout every time. Every time. That's, that's what Joseph Pilates wanted. So Pilates was created by a guy brought into the States in the twenties. And then after he passed his his clients were the ones that kept it alive. They would have worked really, really hard to do that for a long time. The goal is that you come in and if you are doing the mat work, which is accessible to everybody, you start lying down, you work your way to sitting up. There's some rolling around. You get on your stomach, you work the backside, you get on your side body. And that's a thing that a lot of fitness regimens miss is that side body strength. And Joe Supplies really incorporates it. And then you work your way up to standing. And then the whole idea is that once you finish your mat work, you're already studying to go on with your day. And so you can take all that you've learned in your Pilates practice with you in life. I love that. So I guess that there might be like different types of Pilates then, because I have tried it a few times and it was with the reformers. So, you know, like what you see online with like those crazy machines, but is that a different type of Pilates? Are there different types? There are different types of Pilates actually. So that's a great question. When Joseph Pilates created his method, he started with the mat work first. And what he realized was most people couldn't do it. They needed a lot of help. They needed a lot of support because especially in the twenties, believe it or not, women weren't working out. They thought that like if women worked out, they would you know, grow hair on their chest or something. And men were in back and then he thought people sat too much, which is like, I feel like if he saw saw us today on Zoom, he'd be like, these people aren't sitting too much. But he created the mat work. And because so many people were weak and needed support, the reformer was created. There's also a one to chair, which was the first piece of home gym equipment. It literally sat, looked like a chair that you sat in. 
you flipped it over and it had springs and you could do all these exercises while you're sitting in front of your TV, which I love the video of that. Cause I was like, this lady's in her bathing suit and she's like doing her workouts. But then beyond all the different pieces of equipment, there are different styles, just like in yoga, right? In yoga, you've got Ashtanga, you have Vinyasa, you've got Kundalini. Pilates is the same thing because you have to remember that you know, Joseph Pilates didn't have a book for this. He taught all these people and then their filter, the way that they interpret it in their body with the injuries that they came in with or with their jobs that they had after, they took that with them. And so there are just different modalities. And so if you didn't like the first Pilates class you took, do me a huge favor, try someone else because it, it could be the teacher or it could be the style. Yeah, definitely. It's not just one size for everyone. So kind of what Pilates classes do you teach? Is yours a mix of both or what type of instructor are you? So technically, like if you know the the different styles of Pilates, I would be qualified as a classical instructor. I actually have studied with one of Joseph Pilates clients. And that means that I follow an order of some kind. That doesn't mean I'm super strict about it, by the way. So if you've heard about classical instructors, like, oh, super regimented. No, actually Joseph Pilates also wanted you to to connect to your own body. And that's my goal. So I start with the hundred on the mat. We end with the pushups, but what we do in between is where you are at your level. So that's, that's how I am. I do have all the equipment that just applies created in my house. And I do teach on all of that currently with COVID it's all virtual. And then we've create classes on all the different pieces of equipment, but Matt mostly is our favorite way to uh, help people do plies because it's so accessible. You don't even need to buy a fancy mat. You could just have a really awesome beach towel on top of a carpet. That would be good because a hardwood floor would be not so pleasant, but you know, it's not something you have to go and um, invest a ton of money into in the beginning. Yeah, no, that's a great point. That's awesome too, you know, especially with the virtual classes. It's like, you don't need a ton of room for Pilates. You don't need a ton of equipment for Pilates. So it is a really accessible exercise. 100%. You know, you just need to be able to lie on your back and ideally be able to open your legs and your arms like a snow angel. But in a hotel room, I have done it between a bed and a wall. And you just, you know, you, you're a little more limited in your age of motion, but it's, it's not something you have to go and like create a lot of space for. You know, today I was doing one of my friend's workouts and I love it, but like I need to have room to like, do burpees. And then I had to have room to do ice skaters. And like, I was like constantly moving furniture around. So, you know, it's just something that if you live in a tight space, you can, you can get done. Definitely. And so what does your workout routine look like with Pilates? Is this something that this is your only type of workout? Do you cross train with it? What does that look like? I do cross train with it mostly because I like other people to teach me. (laughs) But I have a commitment to myself that I do Pilates every day as long as I'm at home. So if I'm traveling, then permission to enjoy the vacation, but because it's in my home and because 30 minutes is enough, it's really easy for me to go in there. So I'll do that. But I also, I I have a dog. He has to get a run in. So either run him or if I walk him, then I'll hit the Peloton up for a spin class. And then I do um, hit classes. Um, I have an amazing friend who, who creates these great guides. And so three to four days a week, I pull out one of her workouts and I do that. And so because I sit so much now with, with everything, if that amount of workout feels really good, but all of them are about 30 minutes, which so doesn't take up too much time. Yeah, no, I definitely feel that with the sitting all the time. Cause even, you know, going in person to work, you know, you're at least walking to and from work, I'm walking out for lunch, but now we're just sitting all day. It's like, even just working out once in the evening, that might not be enough if I'm just not standing and moving. You totally. And I used to walk to my fly studio, which is only a mile, but like, 
that was a lot more steps. <laughs> now I just walk around my house. So for me, it, it's something that I really, I like to have those different modalities and also for different reasons, you know, Pilates, you have to be really, you, you do focus. And so even if you're not focused, when you start, the beauty of it is that you become very focused, your mind body connection happens. That's the only way you can do Pilates. You can't think about what's bothering you in your day. You can't think about the laundry list of things you have to do. So it's a great way if you're trying to reset do that. And you will actually approach everything that's going on in your day with a much better mindset. But, you know, sometimes you're like, I just want to jump around. <laughs> I just, I just want to, um, I want to get my run on. I want to like, I, I don't want to be focused. I want to like, like, I want to like lose myself in something. And so that is why I like to have different options. Yeah, no, I definitely understand that. Because yeah, if you're doing something like a run, or you know, you're just on the Stairmaster or something, you can kind of like zone out. But I like how you said with Pilates, it's not only a physical reset, but also like a mental reset too of okay, like gonna come back into present. Totally, totally. That's and, and, and I think that's what we should be seeing those workouts for like, I see doing Pilates as um, giving myself 100% first, like filling my cup first, so I can do more for others. And so that's like how I reframe it, because it allows me to really get connected to what's what's moving where like, how's my am I was my body tight today? Am I am I judging all over myself today? Because how you are on your mat is how you're going to be in the rest of your day. So really kind of like, it's like, it lets you know how you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And so you kind of mentioned, you know, how you are on the mat applies to like how you are in your day. What has like learning Pilates like helped you with other things in your life? Have you seen that at all? Oh my God. No one's ever asked me that. I'm so glad you are. Patience. <laughs> Patience. I mean, I think so many of us, we are like trying to get it. Like we're trying to get the thing. And I, I'm not trying to knock weight training because I do it. Right. But like, there's something about like, once you learn the squat, then you, you just have to make, you have to do more or you make it heavier. Right. And maybe there's some new aha moments in your squat coming up. But the reality is, is like, you got it, you got it with Pilates, because our body changes every day, and you need your whole body in every exercise. Like if your left hip is not connecting, the whole exercise feels different, the whole body has to work different. And there is no getting it because there's no perfect in Pilates. And so if you're a type A person who's like trying to like, do things right, for me, it's been such a great trainer, such a great coach for being okay with doing the best that I can that day. And I've been able to really like ditch perfection and apply that to my whole life. And, and then you have to just be patient. You have to be patient that like, just because you look at the exercise, just because you did the movements doesn't mean you got it yet. And um, that can be frustrating for people, but I've all my whole life been trying to be patient and I was like, okay, I finally learned something that will teach me how to do that. Yeah, no, I never thought about it that way. Because, you know, with something like weight training, if you are having, you know, a sore shoulder, then you go in, and you're like, you know what, I'll just do a leg day, like, right, you almost like ignore it. And that could definitely be one way to approach it. But Pilates, that's so interesting. Because yeah, if every workout is that full body, then you can kind of pay attention to like, okay, but why is this coming up? Or like, you know, trying to heal it almost. It's totally true. Like, so when one of the famous protégés went to Joseph Elias, she had an ankle injury and she went there and he didn't even work on her ankle. He worked the 99% of her body like around it. And he didn't avoid using the ankle. He just had her connect her whole body. And oftentimes we injure ourselves because we're not connected. So if you think about a shoulder injury, 
ladies, when you reach into the backseat of your purse, your backseat of your car to grab your purse with this like long distal arm and you're grabbing this heavy Mary Poppins bag, that is a recipe for disaster if you are not connected to your body, right? Like that arm is just going to pull. It's, it's just not going to work out so well. However, in Pilates, you actually learn how to move your arm, carrying weight all the way up, all the way back behind you, all the way around. And so then when you go to grab something, your body's like, oh, I got that. I know how to pick it up. Like it's been practiced to do that. So it's easy for you to figure out, like if something is going on with your shoulder, if you connect the rest of your body, typically the injury can either just be avoided if, if it's um, acute or it can actually be worked through if it's a chronic thing because it's a weakness that you've got. Yeah, no, I love that because that goes back to when you said like there's no perfect, right? It's just the weaker part of your body, but you can build that up too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I joke with my members. I'm always like, we need to come up with a better word than weaker, but like there, there just isn't in the like popular culture. Like it's like the other arm, <laughs> you know, it's your other side. Like that's the only other way to talk about it. Like, oh, that's my other side. <laughs> Yes. So we've ignored that one. But I love this conversation. I'm like motivated now. I actually had already signed up for a Pilates class this weekend. And then I like scheduled the time to talk to you on Friday. I'm like, oh, okay, like I'm excited now. Oh my God. Well, are you doing reform or are you doing Matt? No, I'm doing Matt for the first time. So I think that this will be like a good one for me because the reformer was difficult. I, here's the thing. I love that Pilates has become so popular and so accessible that anyone can walk in and get on a reformer. But the truth is, is that you really should have a one-on-one before you get on a reformer because there's just so many moving parts and it's so confusing and it's not like anything else. So I highly recommend that if you're going to do reform work, try to get there early enough that they can show you or try to get a full on private just so you can understand your body with the equipment. The mat, however, it is it is something that, you know, anyone can go do. And if you have to rest your head, then you rest your head. If you can't lift your legs and you don't lift your legs and you just do the best that you can, you ask yourself what's possible. But the mat work is the, to me, it's the hardest because you have nothing to help you do the exercise, but yourself. And so, so I'm excited for you. You have to let me know how it goes. I would love to hear. Yes, I will. And so thank you so much for coming on. Is there any one last piece of advice that you'd love to leave everyone with? Yeah, y'all. I know it looks like it's only for women and I know it looks like it's only for dancers, but I strongly recommend no matter if you're a diehard runner or you're a CrossFitter, try to cross train with Pilates because I used to train football players and other professional athletes because they wanted to do their work better and be injury free. And Pilates is something that will challenge you, challenges your whole body, especially those little muscles, but it's also going to help prevent injury because it strengthens what's weak and it tightens what's loose. And I really hope you all do it. And then let me know how it goes. Um, if you are wanting to really like learn this on your own, maybe where you are, you can't find a class that works. We have intro classes on, on our site just for like beginners on the mat. And then we have all these free tutorials. So anything you need, we've got. Awesome. And where can they find you? They can go to onlinepilatesclasses.com. Super easy to remember. <laughs> um, and you'll see the intro series. You'll also see we have a deck of flashcards, which is super fun for the per- the person who doesn't want to be online, but also doesn't want to like maybe go can't doesn't have access to a facility that has Pilates right now. Um, and you'll also see our classes on there. 
Awesome. I'll link everything below. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, Emily, this is so much fun. We'll have to do it again. I do want you to tell me how your class goes this weekend though. So let me know. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at live your personal best at live your personal best. Come say hi, come say what's up. I would love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. Thanks and see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.